With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, I'm Sarah Lucas, Sager. As always, Jim and Wright. It was all me, Jay Moore. You can catch Liquor Sager on iTunes. Special Sager. Go on site, please. Same way, Spreaker account. Jay, how's your week, man? Is this tomorrow? The game looking at. Baseball coming up. Kind of got slow for, I guess, about a few days. Now it's going to pick back up again. Uh, it's going, the week's going pretty well. Just um, trying to make it through, through another week of school. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty excited about the game tomorrow night. Uh, it's a big opportunity. Yeah, and it looks like Frazier is going to be out. It, all indications are he's going to be out. Some miracle happens. Real big game, you win that one to kind of set yourself up. We talked about before. Uh, you get there. I mean, you're, they win these next two. They're much further with top 25. I think Arkansas got into the poll at 24. Going uh, to be better than that. They scored 100 on uh, on Auburn. I think Auburn scored, I think, 83 or something. But that's kind of like defense they play allows people to score. They, they pressure to death. Besides that, I mean, it's, it's like some good basketball last night. I watched the Kentucky LSU game, and I've heard this. I'm starting to believe it. Another guy can recruit, but LSU said Coach Jones. He's terrible at answers and O's. That was that, that that end of the game was it was terrible. The I, I, I don't know how that. First of all, why you call a timeout with five seconds left? You, know, you wait till then, and then your play is a guy that can't. He's not a guy that gets shots off fast. He has to be open. How he thought that play, how they drew that up, was going to get him a, a clean look. I really don't know against Kentucky's defense. There was just no way that that play was set up for failure, and I, there's no way that that was going to work. I mean, he would have to get completely lucky. To make that shot, and you could have drawn something up better than that. I mean, because in five seconds, I mean, that's more. You know, you you just got to get a better shot than that. Bottom line. Well, you have to do something. All right, you're going to call seconds time out. You want to get a shot, whatever. Blah blah blah. Okay. You have to have a a quick play draw. I mean, like you're doing screens off the jump. It's turning shoot. They try to dribble it around and pass a little bit. They kind of act like they had 15 seconds. Which they could have had if they'd have called a timeout sooner. But, no. <laughs> Calipari, he's so, he's, he's so funny. He said as much as he said, I told him I hope he loses. I grew up trip on Townsend. He lost his mind. I mean, at times, to me it seemed at least, especially with about, I don't know, seven, eight minutes left to go, they had Kentucky rattled. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I, uh, it they they had they had their chance to win that game and just 
poor coaching down the stretch didn't really allow it. Not saying they would have won anyway because Kentucky's that good. They could have won even with solid coaching on the other side. They, they, didn't, they didn't do themselves any favors. And it just shows you the talent. There's so much more talent in everybody. And at the end, you saw LSU come up empty. I think, I think in the last three minutes, they came up empty like three out of four possessions, and it went down to like a minute. And Kentucky did what they did. They drove, they got to the line, and made cute little jumpers. When Kentucky's, I mean, and it almost seemed like that last three minutes, they said, oh, shit, we got a chance at this. They freaked out, and, and LSU just took bad shots, passed kind of, not sloppy, but not crisp passes, and Really taking off balance shots to let them set up, it just kind of changed in the last three minutes, in my opinion. Even even LSU's body language. Yeah, it did. Um, and you could tell at the, at the end, Kentucky was a little bit more focused. Uh, Towns definitely, he, he made a couple of plays after after he had his deal. At the end of the game, he had a little hook shot he made uh, that was big. And it just, it just seems like they can turn it on it and get the job done when they have to. And it, it, it's funny how and Calipari says the stuff he did and it just seemed like... I think you meant it. Right. And it, it's, it's one of those things like they're playing on the road against a team that we've kind of said probably has the second most talent overall in, in the SEC. And they're playing on the road in that kind of environment with a sellout. And I don't... I think, I, I think Calipari wouldn't have minded at all if they lost and really wasn't probably coaching as hard as he normally would. And still, still, I mean, regardless of whatever went on, they still won the game. <laughs> it doesn't, I mean, it, it, as bad as they, they looked at times and rattled as they looked. So, yeah, it just it just speaks to how much talent they have. Absolutely. It, let me ask you your opinion. I've been told if the thing that I have talked about, I've said my opinion on it before I get a opinion. Mm-hmm. If you're, if, say you're in Cal's spot, do you want to lose before instead of white tournament? I, I I've never been one of those that says you need to lose. Um, that being said, I don't think it would hurt the team because I, mean, I think I think it would help. I think it would help, but I'm I've never been one to say, oh, I think they need to lose. Um, but okay, yeah, the, the way they've been playing. It stands the reason that it would help because they they just seem to be like a day score a lot of times. And you lose a game, it's going to be a completely different deal, I, I believe. The way Calipari coaches, I okay, don't think you'll like see that again. These, for the most part, are eighteen, nineteen year old kids. They're mostly sophomore. I mean, they might, I know they got a junior or ten play some, but for the most part, they're freshman, sophomore, eighteen, nineteen year old kids. They might have a twenty year old in there somewhere. They play like not complete garbage, but pretty close to it for roughly 37 minutes. Even lose their mind in a sense. Townsend did with the with the technical, and they still win. And you know, you, you already know you're good. You kind of bored with it. You just get to that point. And it kind of happened with Ole Miss several times. You know, when they have Marshall, uh, we'll get back in it. They even admitted much. They even 
against the state game, they made it odd. They never once thought until the last two or three minutes that they could have lost that game. They just said, oh, we'll get back in it. We'll get back in it. So I almost think, it don't matter how we play, we're still going to win. And we all know you get tournament time. That, that changes. You can meet a well-coached team that can shoot it well, and they're going to beat you. In my opinion, they're not so much during a regular season. Let's lose an SEC tournament when it's close to the end like uh, yeah, if they, if they wouldn't lose to Ole Miss on semifinal Saturday or something like that, I won't. Yeah, mind. I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> Get their focus for the NCAA tournament. They can go ahead and lose that one. It'd be all right. <laughs> that's 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 my that's my opinion on it. And worst game of the night. He he did, he did good things for what and I know Ole Miss didn't want to play him. And I I get, I'm sure somebody who is a state fan and. Don't fall over me if all this happens lose a game. This thing's lost all over again. Rick Ray, I mean, I'm bound to warn it. That was a terrible game. Hard to watch. I turned it off. Yeah, I watched some of it. Uh, it was a lot more. The, the Arkansas and Auburn game was a lot, lot more uh, interesting to watch. I mean, um, and there were a ton of fouls called in that game, but even so, it was just. It was just a better game to watch, and they were on at the same time, so I didn't watch a whole lot of it. It, it Both teams really just – I'll tell you this. Ole Miss will beat both of those teams if, if they play anything like that. And I, I I don't know what – I mean, it, it, it was it was definitely hard to watch. I, I, I really – I fully expected State to win that game, and I, I don't know. They just – if they would have played anything like they had been, they would have won by – Double digits, I think. Last well, two games in a row, they haven't played. Well, no, got awful. I, I would, I, I would give them an excuse at the Arkansas game. That wasn't a good matchup for them. I, I never thought they would, they'd play well in that one. But besides that, I mean, against teams that didn't run the full court, didn't do all this other stuff, and they, they've been playing well. And I figured at home they would play well, but just, just wasn't meant to be. I don't guess. Yeah, this game should be. Is you coming up for? Get back in Ole Miss in Florida. And I see this coming, and it can't even mention much. A little bit kind of got to it, and we'll see how it is. And if it's, if it's true, it makes so much sense. He's talking about in the teleconference they have, I think, on Tuesdays. I don't even show that it's Tuesdays. Because that's about Jarvis and his health. And he, he, he says much that he hasn't been healthy. And also, he's been sick, and he's been trying to play through being sick. He calls it the crud, which is kind of like the flu-type symptoms. If he gets better, and he's, he's even said that he, you know, he's been giving Smith, that's kind of when he started giving Smith four minutes because he saw drawers weren't going to make it. It's paid off, and he kind of gave a stat there, and it's, if you look at it, it's kind of true it's, that his average almost every game is worth about, just because he's playing some minutes, about 30 seconds more. 40 seconds more every game. His average is playing roughly 15 to 18 minutes. So it's like going forward, and he didn't, he didn't, somebody asked him, he didn't deny it, and he just said, you know, we'll look at things game by game. A lot of times it's not going to happen. They asked about Jarvis playing just a little bit more late and less early to save him. He said, you know, if that was what we think is called, what we call it. Kind of what I feel needs to happen. It looks like it might happen. 
Yeah, we, we've talked about the last couple of shows that we thought that that, that would probably help because you know, we said it before, that he's the guy you want out there at the end of the game. Just the clutch plays he's he, clutch. he makes. Clutch. Right, and you want him out there. But um, Terrence Smith, he, he's really good, and he's coming to his own. He needs more minutes, and I think that that helps twofold because it gets him more minutes, and you're going to need him to make a run. And at the same time, you're getting – you're you're allowing Jarvis to get saving, more rest, saving right? Because he he yeah. broke down at the end of last year, and you don't want a broken down Jarvis Summers that's already bad on healthy. You you can't have you can't have that. So I think you have I think you have to get him more rest and and just kind of watch his minutes as it goes on, and then at the end, I mean, I, you obviously put him in, but um, yeah, I think you have to conserve him. Yeah, I think so. I think you can serve him. You let him get healthier. But look, if you have a healthy, totally healthy, not to draw summer home, say even SEC tournament time, I think you can make a run. They have the tools to do it. They can absolutely make a run. You can point oh, yeah. this. I have a. I just pulled this up and I saw it up there. Tell you how much Kentucky, even a loss Kentucky helps you, which are it's a numbers game also, and with the losses they have, they're kind of they're probably out of it right now. They have to really go and run. But LSU, their RPI was sixty-two ish before the LSU probably, uh, Kentucky game. Then where you look at, they're fifty-four ish, so they rose even losing. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I, yeah, I don't. I don't doubt it one bit. I mean, that's that's how good Kentucky is. Uh, you know, could you imagine Ole Miss's RPI if they if Summers bucket three at the end would have fallen? What their RPI now would be? I mean, or if Summers don't have a turnover right there at the end. Yeah, they. I still don't know if they would have won. I mean, they would have had a good, really good chance at it, but you just they had to fall. Yeah, but at Kentucky, I mean, you got to make free throws, and, and Summers, he's been clutch, but. That was at the beginning. I, you just think crazy things happen. I I I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna like 100% say they'd have won, but they'd had a good shot at it. it either way, if they would have just had one more point in regulation, <laughs> could you imagine what their RPI would be well, right now? Well, if he wouldn't have turned over, whatever their odds is for by Vegas for him to make that shot, it is the odds would have been a lot higher for them to win if he wouldn't have turned the ball over. Well, yes. Well, and odds would have been if he had just. Because Summers has admitted he didn't make a smart decision on shooting that shot. If they would have just done something else, their odds would have gone up. Oh, yeah. He said himself he should have gone to the basket like he did against Florida. And that's the reason he did against Florida. So, um, I mean, you may not have gotten that call interrupt. I I really don't know. But, (laughs) um, yeah, just just that one, just that couple of plays, your RPI would probably be in the, I mean, what, 20s, like maybe 30 or a little bit lower. Never know. Did you, uh, I've heard a podcast talk about it. I watched, I went back and watched just a hair of it. Kind of the little skit thing they had on television about Mike Tyson. No, I, I didn't watch it. I, I heard a little bit about it, but I, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see it. It really is fascinating. I've watched a movie on him. I've watched several things on him. 
he's kind of got his little kit now. He gets in the movies here and there and has a few parts and different little deals. His life really is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I didn't know a whole lot about him growing up. The, the, only, the only thing I knew about him, he came on um he came on wrestling back in the day, ninety ninety eight, right around the beginning. I remember, I actually, I remember that. Yeah, that that was that was my heyday. That, that's when I uh, was really into wrestling. I, I watched him. You know, I was a big Shawn Michaels guy. Uh, he came in and he turned on him and went with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, at WrestleMania. That that was his deal. He was on there for about a month or so. He, he was coming on there about every week. And um, I uh, past other than that, I didn't know much about him. Um, yeah, I was like five, six years old. So, <laughs> you know, I remember watching one fight and him just being so good, and I really didn't know who he was. Then. I mean, he knocked the guy out in like 30 seconds. I mean, that's how quick he was. And I, I kind of, I heard on a podcast, I said that on a podcast, and I actually talked about a buddy of mine. He used to be, he's a bit, one of the few big boxing fans after I left, and so I kind of asked him after I heard it. Even now, just say now, because he still apparently wakes up at four o'clock and works out every morning, and still, still four or five percent body fat, even at this age. How much? Let's just say a hundred grand. You let him hit you one time? Nope. <laughs> How much would it take? I don't. I honestly do not know, but it's it's gonna take. Uh, shoot. Uh, do I do I live through this? I don't know. Yeah, you live. Can't say how much damage, but you live. Uh, yeah, but the problem is it's probably going to cost a lot of what you're getting in the hospital. I mean, <laughs> you don't know, man. I don't know. You could live and be brain dead. Yeah, I, if you're brain dead, there ain't, there ain't no money I'd be taking. And I'm, I'm sorry. Right. Here, here's, here's what I take from me. You give me a million dollars. Hey, I'll probably do it for five hundred thousand. But here's a catch. He can hit me. Yeah, yeah there better be a catch. But all right. <laughs> 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 but but uh you have I have to be able to wear a little head guard. They do a little like, you know, they do in the amateur leagues, they have to wear a little head guard. Yeah, yeah. I got I got at least be able to wear the head guard. Yes, not contact and try to make it where he misses the head guard. No, he has to hit the head guard on the side. Oh, yeah. He better be hitting that head guard. I mean, there ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> um, now, now, here's the deal. Now, when you say take a shot, do you mean like you have to stand there and let him hit you? Or, uh, yes. Okay, yeah. It's going to take at least a million. <laughs> um, at least. That That's... I mean... Look, neither one of us are very big men. I, I, I and taking a shot from him. Um, I mean, we've seen like top boxers get knocked out by him. I mean, me and you. <laughs> well, I'm so, talking right now. I'm, we're, thank God it's not his prime. I wouldn't do it if it was prime. But uh, <laughs> he was vicious. Can we take? Can he be? Can he be drunk? Uh, that that may help a little bit. <laughs> The only thing with being drunk, thing with being drunk he might forget it. He's supposed to take one hit. He might swing a couple of times. Right, but like maybe he doesn't he's hit a little, you as well. He is a, he's a, he is a little crazy. You know? 
Yeah. Man. I'd have to, I'd, I think I'd have to have a meeting with him before we did this. Look, now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but his voice, can you imagine the kind of the first person that fought him? Kind of hear yeah, his heard voice. Him it's like, what? Yeah, I heard him talk. And then you, you're sitting there, he has it all before, and you're supposed to be this pro or whatever, and you person plays body maybe, but you gotta be like, what? Yeah, talk about the shock of the century. Like, it's probably that guy when he gets out there and gets knocked out or something. He's like, oh. He wakes yeah. up, and he's like, two days later, he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's why it's so good. Hmm. <laughs> so, I know you probably don't have any. I ask. I know you're going to the game. What's your Valentine's plan? I, I don't have any Valentine's plans. No Valentine's uh, Day? No. no, I mean, I'm going with my dad and, uh, you know, I, yeah, we both know Casey uh, trying trying to get him to come up here. But, we, uh, no, as far as girls go, not really any plans unless, unless between now and then I, something happens. <laughs> hey, Casey needs to come up. I need, I need to see some Casey's. I've already told I've already told him he's got tickets to all the baseball and basketball he wants to go to. So um, we have one ticket. So um, yeah, it, hopefully he'll come. Uh, that that I guess he's my Valentine's date. I, I, I guess we'll go with that. I, I don't know. Pro <laughs> match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll play so well they'll take a shirt off or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's known for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's the only time he's ever done that. <laughs> it's the only really. Time. Really? Now, that's, that's the only, was awesome. Well, I was as shocked as you were when I saw it because I, I don't think he's ever done it before. And I didn't look at that. I just said that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's ever done that before, and I've known him uh, since the regional. You know, the the year that that Ole Miss got beat out by Virginia in the Supers. Uh, I met him in that, at that regional when they beat Western Kentucky, and Drew Pomerantz went off. Uh, oh, that, that's, that's the weekend. Okay. That that's the weekend I met him. So. I've known him since then, and I don't know if him ever doing anything like that before or after. So, tells you how big the Alabama game was. Well, you kind of know it, but I tell it here is kind of, it's kind of you know I haven't really kind of acted out the part. You kind of know tell about my evil wife, I guess you'd say, because she kind of played me today. And uh, <laughs> so last night we thank baby Lord Jesus that our plumbing got fixed. And it was only sixty five dollars, although for other reasons I don't get into it kinda of made me even mad in a sense. But uh it's fixed, everything's working good, everything's you know, having good plumbing will make your life in a much better mood. So I don't it didn't cost near as much as I thought it was going to pay, so I have some money to put back to pay plumbing and all. So we'll we'll go. I'm not really getting the wife anything about Valentine's Day, and here's why for any ladies that have to be listening. Her and her sisters are going on a trip, and they're planning a trip together. And I said, well, I'll just give you some money. That's what you want. And y'all can shop and do whatever. I'm being a good husband I am, you know. Here's money. You know, take it while you can. Well, I <laughs> but she's still planning. We're going to send this thing on 50 Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50 Shades of Grey. That's all I've been hearing for months now. 50 Shades of Grey, 50 Shades of Grey. 
I don't want to go sit there and watch these shows, right? And it sounds like her sisters are planning on going to take How awkward is that? Okay. That sounds like a heck of a time. Yeah, okay, awesome. You know, I'm, me sitting there, I got a pet. Talk about uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm trying to throw for a loop here, and not, her not expect it, because we went out to eat in Oscar, and she likes some of the food, because she likes the restaurants like that, because Oscar has some restaurants like Amerigo's and stuff like that. I say, so how about we just go and eat at Oxford and we'll eat a brunch or so and then we'll go to the game afterwards. At first she laughs. She laughs at me, she thinks I'm kidding. She literally thinks I'm kidding. Then she turns to me and says, are you are you serious, aren't you? I said, yeah, I'm serious. And she rants a little bit about this show's game. Well, five forty today. I should know. I knew tickets were sold out. Anyway, so she calls me like, I don't know, 11.30ish, 11.40ish. And since you know I'm that sweet wife, if you really want to go to that game, we can. She swears that she didn't know it sold out. But I know someone said she looked out. That's just a power move that, that, that I didn't say no. I didn't say no. Well, it's, to me, you know it. You probably know what she was doing. Um, I would. You just, can't prove it, but you know it. Yeah, I would take her up here and buy some tickets from somebody, and so she won't get off with that power move. <laughs> She's still not going to the game. Well. <sighs> I have a plan, and she thinks she's in the clear because I already heard her talk to her mom that she still thinks we're going. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say a word. I'm going to, I'm going to, she wants to power move me, I'm going to power move back. <laughs> That's how it works. So I'm not going to say anything leave it, and I'm going to get up Saturday morning. I'm going to start getting ready. I'm going to say, you need to get ready. We're going to Oxford. We're going to go eat. And she's going to be wondering, what, what the heck? It's sold out. I'm like, well, let's go find a ticket. So then, we're going to go. And if, we're at least going to eat something. Eat, you know, eat somewhere else. If all else fails, I can make a few phone calls and go to some friend's apartment and watch the game if we're going to find a ticket. Yeah, and that's, and that's worst case. And that's worst case. And, 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 worst. I, and I've never seen tickets not being sold, so... Chances are you uh, should be able to find tickets. I should be able to find tickets. I, I will not pay outrageous price. I will not be given $40 a ticket or something. No. But I will try to get some tickets and go. She just don't know it yet. I, I really don't see, like, as much as she, look, I've known you for a year and a half or to two years now. She's known you way longer than that. How she hasn't figured out how much you love Ole Miss basketball and will make this happen, I, I don't know. Like why she thinks you're, she's in the clear because she thinks it's sold out. I don't. I don't I'm confused. Well, I don't know what she's thinking. <laughs> I don't either. And the fact she thinks you would want to get, you would end up going to Fifty Shades of Grey with her. Why she thought you would do that with her sisters probably going. I mean, it's it's probably. Difficult enough for you to say yes to going to that when it's just y'all, much less them going too. I, I'm confused what she's really thinking. I, I don't know. But she's done this thing that she does a lot. 
and God, I hope she don't listen to this, this podcast. She don't really listen very often, but she does listen occasionally. See what I say? I hope she don't listen to this one. <laughs> so if she does this thing where she asks me questions when I'm intoxicated, and usually I would just agree That's to agree. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's very intuniguous, I guess you could say, about these things. And when I was very, I guess I don't know, a month and a half ago, I was inebriated, to say the least. <laughs> I guess it's been a little longer than that now. It's, it was uh, a little bit just after New Year's. I guess it's been longer than that. I guess she planned this one event. And I don't remember it. Apparently, she even recorded it where I would remember it. Me agreeing to go see Fifty Shades Grey with her. If she knows you're drunk, then that's a... Mm. <laughs> it's smart, but yeah, I don't know. Hey, the good thing for me is nobody is no wife, girlfriend, whatever ever catch me in that, so I, I should be okay. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's the problem. That's the difference. You, you know how I am, which, which I, for everybody out there, I'm not a big guy for often. I'm not like an everyday drinker or even an every week drinker. It just happens to be when I do drink, I get very inebriated. Right. If you do it, you're going to go hard or go home if you do it. Oh, absolutely. I, well, I mean, look, if I drink, if I if I drink, I mean, I'd probably be the same way. <laughs> I, I'm not somebody that's sent to home and drinks either or anything like that. Just, but there's no just me drinking one or two beers, and that's it. It's either. Cause it really, yeah, because you're wondering, like, what's the point of that? <laughs> well, some people just like to taste a few beers, which... Which I don't really drink beer. I'm kind of a liquid drinker. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that explains a lot. I'm, I'm not a big guy, so and I right. drink. Man, drink. I drink OJ and vodka like it's Kool Aid. I mean, it's it's. And when you don't drink often, your tolerance not as high. So you get there pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, so she has an advantage there. And she got me. So she, she's even like, I said, not that she, the next day she asked me, she said, you know where you agreed to go to see Fitch Chase Gray? I didn't. And she plays me saying I will go to see Fitch Chase Gray. Yes. The, the games you play when you're married are ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I can't even imagine. If she does listen to this, I'll go. I'm telling her through this. uh, I'll give her props for that. That was that was that was good. (laughs) I was a smart move. It's just usually I don't get to play that move because I'm usually the one that. (laughs) (laughs) Very rarely. (laughs) Oh, man, it's funny. I mean, I I'll admit this. This this happened a while. I'm not that bad anymore. This is when I was roughly 22 or 23. I can't remember how old I was. But I was the guy that... It wasn't quite genius thinking, but it was still stupid thinking, is that I had to use the bathroom, and I decided to use the bathroom behind a police SUV and said they will not look for me here. (laughs) (laughs) How did that work out for you? We're done fine. I got to put no way around. Hmm. But 
looking back, it's probably not the best thing to look at, how to look at it. Although it's, it's kind of genius in a way because it's probably true, but it's still not the greatest idea. It's if, not, they do catch, if that doesn't work... Uh, they catch you pissing on their tire, it's probably going to be worse than if they just caught you somewhere else. Absolutely. It, it, but you, again, you, you go. See my train of thought, though. You go all or nothing on these things. Uh, alcoholic, uh, alcoholic Jeremy. You see my train of thought, though. They're not gonna look for me at their car. <laughs> yeah, I think you've been watching too many movies. It's, it's been more than one time stuff like that's happened with me when I was You're not telling me anything that's surprising me at this point. Well, that's that's. that's my intoxication. I haven't been back to a fair since that night, so it's a good deal. That's a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been years now. <laughs> so, next uh, matter I want to start to talk about, you know, they come out with a annual, they tell you what they are for every player, for the walkout song, for batting, for the baseball team. Two of those guys, what, what are they thinking, man? I understand one of them from Alabama, but Sweet Home Alabama, you play for all men. What is this? Well, I just don't see the point of that being a walkout song, and regardless of where you're from. Now, forget that. I agree. Forget that point. That, uh, that's not the point I have an issue with. That's what he wants to play in his general heart. Let him play that in his general heart. But what? What's going to happen when you play Alabama? you got Sweet Home playing Alabama playing. Well, why does it matter? I mean, what's it going to do, make them strike you out or something? I just kind of... You do play for Ole Miss, I mean. Yeah, but, I mean, if that's the song you like... I mean, it's, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, that's whatever. I mean, I, I, I just... You know... I, I don't know. It's not going to give them any more motivation. And I don't see why... I'm not... I'm not talking about motivation for them. I'm just saying his rational thinking why to pick that song. I guess he just likes the song. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's too I mean, it's it's stereotypical. It's too... I mean, why would would somebody for Alabama pick that song? I mean, as much as they play it at all their games anyway. Well, they play that song so much. You'd just be like, they're thinking they're doing a wave or something. Yeah, and, and it's now, like, even if I hear the song just in, like, anywhere, I mean, I almost say Roll Tide Roll every time I hear it because that's all you hear when you go to a football game. I've been two or three times, three times now. And the over-under is 10 on every time you go there. How many times do you hear that? <laughs> well, sorry. Uh, what, what was uh, the other song? That one was bad. It was the Louisiana Saturday night. If you're just kind of looking on logistics, but I, I heard that at LSU this year. <laughs> yeah, the best one of me. Now he wouldn't. Some people rank as high as other people, but the stroke by Matt Denny picked a stroke by Billy. I probably heard it, but just by name, I I don't. Uh, he didn't. It's it's, it's 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 pretty. It's, I guess you'd call it not ordinary thinking to pick that song. It's pretty legit. I'll have to give it a listen. Uh, I've probably heard it. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess I know you'd be going to games. I'm not. It's going to be way too cold this game. Y'all have y'all's time until at least April pre in the baseball games. Well, yeah. I guess a, a little, I guess a little bit more. It looks more and more like. I think his name's last name is Johnson, Sean Johnson. He seems to be getting healthy now. We're still going to come out the bullpen. I guess now, because it's kind of him, but the other starter for weekend, I guess now it's kind of the biggest thing I'm going to watch is kind of Brett Bramley and how well does he come in and pitch. Because from everything I heard, Sean, I think I'm pretty sure his last name is Johnson. Not, not yeah, it is. On it's uh, Brady, Bramlett and, Brady Bramlett and Sean Johnson. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if he went and didn't have Kenanias that he would have been a starter and they'd be bringing Bramlin here and off, off the bench. So those two guys are kind of the main two guys I'm going to be looking at this weekend. Yeah, I feel pretty good about the situation. It looks like they, they have four guys they're confident in, and that, that that puts you, what, three guys for a weekend, and they can do whatever with the other guy where they, you know, they can do whatever they want to. So. If you get... One of those guys, if he, Trent's what we think he is, and Sam seems to handle the balls okay and, and stays healthy. And, and he'll be healthy. He should be. And gives you what he gave you. Like, he gave roughly five to six innings every, in it, every game early season. Then it went down to, like, two and a half, three. If he can stay healthy and give you roughly five innings all year, can give you that. And one or other Bramlett or, other, or Johnson works out. But if you look at the guys, all the guys that really got coming back, if you really look at it and like start calling out, you say, y'all, oh, they got to play this guy. But if you look at it, really all the arms they got, they really got a lot of arms for bullpen. They do. It's, it's just what – then the question is going to be if they can put up enough runs because they have the arms to, um, to compete with anybody. But if you really just start naming off names and how well they played last year and, you know, let some guys, you know, don't need white short to have a sophomore slump. You know, it, sometimes that happens. You know, pitchers, rugger players, you don't need Earl Ross to have a sophomore slump. Take the time for it in the field. But if they stay the course and they get a little bit better, really got more arms than I thought they did. I started, like, looking through arms and stuff yesterday and was going through it. And besides maybe LSU, they probably – they don't have the biggest ace or, or biggest best second guy or whatever, but as far as Terrell Lawrence is dependable, so I think the LSU. Well, they say Vanderbilt has some pretty good arms, too. Uh, they have some extremely good arms, but they don't have as many arms. Right. It's just that their um, stars and their closure are, I mean, all-American type guys. That's what, that's what their arms are about. They have, a, they have some good pitchers. And they have, because I thought there were several rosters and guys and what they did last year, yesterday, kind of, because I'm planning on talking about some today, kind of looked over and did a little research. Their three stars are all, besides their, their Sunday guys, a lot of people's Saturday or Friday guys, and they got a extremely good closure, and they got just a few goings, just kind of, and they've done some things that, you know, not that spectacular. But as far as pure amount of arms, Florida and LSU might have it more. Right, they're going to be top three. Yeah, they're top three, absolutely. That's them. Um, I mean, they have to have that because we don't I mean it's just 
yet to be determined on a couple of positions. So as far as in the order, so uh, they they have to have strong pitching, and I mean that's just what kind of what we expect with the with the um, Bianco coach team. But uh, I think they're going to be okay. Um, just just really, and we talked about this last show, but just really hope the whole deal. You know, Sam Smith can stay effective, and if he has to change things, that's fine. But just staying effective and not giving up too many home runs. That, that's going to be that key because he did, he did give up a lot of fly balls. No, I, I, I admit that I'm not totally dialed into baseball and projection here and with this bit here and all that. But a team that I looked at, I said, ooh, on arms, let's make it state. Yeah, they, they lost some guys. Uh, it's tough. It, it, they it's tough they lose lingering and holder. Um, that, that's tough for them, but you just can't tell. They have a really, they have a really good pitching coach, and they they seem to always find, have a guy or two that that progresses from one year to the next that you really don't see coming. So, well, I probably be the okay, best, To me, this is the problem. Last year, the best pitcher was Ross Mitchell, and he was a Saturday guy. He was a really, really good Saturday guy. And when they had no choice but to move him up to Friday, he didn't hold up to be a Friday guy. Yeah, because his first Friday start was against Ole Miss, and Chris yeah. Ellis, Chris Ellis, pretty much dominated him. Dominated, yeah. And he didn't pitch very well the rest of the season as a Friday guy. No, I, I've Just, heard uh, I've heard some state people say that. Uh, it may, it may, it, how how it goes, if, if he has to stay a starter this year, that that means pitching-wise with who, who they have coming back and who they've brought in, it probably didn't go as well as they hoped. But if he if he can be moved back to the bullpen, then I feel like their year maybe this probably going to be as good or better than anybody could expect. Well, so, even so. thinking just moving back to be a, a Saturday guy, I think they're perfectly fine. I just don't think he's good enough to be a Friday night guy. I could be wrong. I'm not a big baseball guy. I'd say more people don't pull any more about baseball than me. Just from what I saw, I watched him, and I watched him so I watched him, watched him in person, watched him on TV, everything. Yeah, I mean, he matches up better in a Saturday-Sunday role because he doesn't have the stuff. That, he doesn't have the arm. But it's just they, they would be doing really well if they could find three guys to start on the weekend and he could pitch. He could come out of the pen and pitch on Fridays and Sundays or whatever the case. And I don't know the roster good enough because I want I wonder who closes there. I think they moved Trevor Fitz to closer. I think he was a starter last year. Yeah, he was a starter. Um, but uh, I I heard a quote from him that said that he uh, that he thinks he'll be better in the bullpen than he was a starter. So I, I, I don't yeah, know. and that's possible. I mean, it's very possible. Some guys do are better at different roles. Absolutely. And he was, and let's face it, he wasn't going to be a closer last year with what they had. So, uh-huh. I got to kind of talk to several people in the past two days and take Omaha out, take take that out, kind of out of last year's season baseball. I have mine. Kind of, what was your, I guess, favorite moment of last year's baseball season? Take Omaha out. Uh, it was 
it was probably. I mean, it, are you talking? Are you talking about just regular season? Or are you talking about anything other than Omaha? You could probably give. You probably won't say Lafayette. I won't say Lafayette. It's either thing. It's either one. Anything but Omaha, because I mean, I just. Well, I mean, going it, Omaha it, it's is hard not to say Lafayette, but the moment would be when when they got in, in the in the top of the ninth. And when the guy, when uh, I can't shoot, I can't even remember his name. Now. That's pretty bad. But he hit the guy hit the uh, hit the ball and the base is loaded and knocked in all the runs. The guy off the bench, uh, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Where the, where he hits it to the wall and the guy like falls down and everybody scores. That pretty think, seals the game. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's really because it you knew uh, it was over. Yeah. Oh yeah. But to me, it it's actually just not just a moment, but just watching this, even though I was even there, it was even, to me, almost, it was a little bit better not being there. I'm sure it had been cool to be there in a sense because you're there in the atmosphere and everything else, but getting to see, replay the pitch and how wicked they were was pretty cool. The LSU game with Chris, with Chris Ellis uh, kind of, this his performance and the picture from LSU, even though I lost that game back and forth. It's hard was, for me to say a loss. He's special. It's hard for me to put a loss in there. Uh-huh. Well, it's just a loss, but just, you know at that time, you know, you're watching him be special that night because he was yeah. special that night. You was watching Chris Ellis at his best, and he was special. Even though they lost that game, he was special that night, and you knew you was watching him be special. Win or lose, he was special. Right. Uh, okay, well, I'll say regular season-wise, like, and I know some people say, oh, because of whatever, but I mean, I, I, the the best moment for me was, uh, or the best deal for me was, you know, we were both at the uh, at, at the Saturday Super Bowl all weekend game when, and uh, where they blew the game. Uh, and they really, they no excuse for losing the game they did on Saturday. And just kind of how, how I felt about the team, I knew they could be something, was the way they came back Sunday and beat State, what, eight or nine runs. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I was at the game, and all my friends that were there were State fans, and they all of them but the guy I rode with left. <laughs> and uh, in, like, the third inning. And just the way that they persevered, because I, I went to that game, honestly, had no – I really did not think they'd win the game. Uh, the way I felt, I didn't even want to go to the game. I, I was so down from the day before. And the way they came out and just right from the get-go just ended it. It was uh, it kind of showed me that the team had what it took to do something special because most Ole Miss teams would have lost that game. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And but, uh, the reason I picked Chris Ellis in, in that moment really is because to me, and this is going to do something, this is going to make where pitchers have to be better and they have to pitch their spots better. And them and the catchers kind of know she's better with the new ball and everything else. And it's always fun to get a big lead and your team's winning. As far as pure watching me watching baseball, I like watching baseball when you know every pitch matters. Well, and look, that, that Washington, those two games against Washington were two of the best baseball games I've watched. See, I didn't get to even uh, – how I had a word. I didn't get to watch. Well, listen to them. 
that that was true. But it's what one to nothing it. and two, one to nothing and two to one with the final scores. I mean, mm-hmm. every yeah. every pitch mattered. It, that that was that was baseball. It, I, those are two of the most relieving wins I've ever I've ever been a, like ever been to because I mean it was stressful from pitch one to the end. Yeah, that's just how kind of the LSU game was, and. No I knew watching it that I was seeing Chris Ellis at his best, and the other guy was pitching his best, and he was even received as a big time pitcher that could go, you know, top ten pick. And in my opinion, even though they lost the game, I think it showed how 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 he said Damon when he left and everything else how it kind of worked out. Chris even outpitched him that night. Yeah, uh, Errol Robinson had an error in that game. Yeah. And basically, basically gave LSU the game. And I hate to put that on one guy in one play, but he let a, go- let a ball go between his legs, and that kind of <laughs> kind of took the air out. But, um, yeah, Ellis, Ellis pitched as well or better than him that night. Yeah, that's, that's the reason I picked that moment. Because being there in that atmosphere, I know from you and some of the others, that atmosphere that night was amazing. But when they they had that game on the main ESPN channel, they did that, that Thursday game, and they pretty much almost replayed almost every pitch. And when you're there, you see when you're at a baseball game at college or whatever, you see good pitches. You know that's a good pitch, but you don't. You're not really telling the motion. And they would sometimes watching the game, they would stop it you know, in between innings, and they would show some pitches. And just how much stuff and how much velocity and, and movement Ellis had on the ball and even other guy too, I can't remember his name, had on the ball that night. And there's I think the other guy threw some sinkers that were I mean the drop on them quickly at the very end was it was amazing and it really just showed their stuff so much that it was just something special to watch to me. Yeah, it just really just Chris Ellis as a whole last year that you know, over and over we talked about how he had Ole Miss really needed him to be that guy, and Bianco all the time said he had the talent to do it. But we were—I know we were both unsure about it. And that's probably being not being generous. But I think we all thought the talent was there. We didn't think he would do it though, not yeah. not to the extent that he did. I mean, he only really had one bad game. It yeah, uh, the Alabama game wasn't good. Yeah, um, I think he had one bad game. I think he got pulled in the... Yeah, he, he got pulled at Alabama in about the third inning or so. Yeah, it, yeah, that's the only one that I can think of as a bad game. The rest of that, he was pretty good. And, of course, Trent was really good. Had the chance. How it feels the biggest question. Borles, he, he's there for a bat. I mean, he's going... Do you expect him to have a bunch of range and everything else? No, I don't. He's there for a bat, but if he can just be, I guess, a little bit serviceable, this team could be pretty good. Yeah, I hope I hope he can. He could just make the routine plays, and I hope he's at least adequate to decent on fielding bunts. Because I don't know, hadn't seen it. <laughs> we just haven't seen him at all. He, he, we know he can hire just the everyday hitting. He's got tons of power. I mean, if he if he really becomes a good hitter, 
he's got the power, especially the new ball. They hit just as many home runs uh, as Sykes did. Yeah, and he he seems to be he, he seems to have a, a a clutch factor to him. He he really, you know, he didn't do a whole lot during the year. The chances he got, I and mean, he was he was decent, but regional super regionals, he um he had by I mean the the opportunity that he got, he hit as well as anybody on the team. So there's no doubt that's why he's in the lineup. Just to hope for a whole season he can he can sustain some of that. Yeah, and the thing this year, I think the team doesn't have as many really, really good teams as last year. Uh, I, I really don't take that down from what I've read. I mean, I'm, I don't know what I'm looking at at halftime anyway. From what I've read, besides Vanderbilt, they're considered to be an elite team. Of course, going into the season, people didn't consider on this to be an elite team either, so that tells you how much baseball can change. There's so much uncertainty. But it seems to be from what everybody predicts, you know, Alabama, Tennessee, some other teams. A&M. Yeah, A&M. My my guess is, my guess is the only two teams that you can probably say for a fact that they're not going to be very good, to me, is Missouri and Auburn. Uh, the yeah. rest of them, I think that I don't think there's any give me wins. Even even I Tennessee, think, they're, they're they're getting better. And I think Auburn could be good, but there's there's just a lot coaching. of questions with them. And, yeah, and that well, coaching deal is oh, funky. The coaching deal is funky, and just every, just not even so much the talent, just the inner outs of how it's being that baseball program has been ran. It's isn't it weird how how a few years ago, when, when Missouri was in the Big Twelve, they they were actually a, a pretty good a pretty good team. Um, I mean, Ole Miss had played them in the regionals before. I mean, a couple they they came to the Oxford Regional in '09, and they also oh, they played in '08 in Miami. What's kind of what's kind of funny is that since they're joining the SEC, they've got better at football, but they suck now baseball and basketball. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the and the basketball thing, I think they'll be back. I, I just I don't, I don't think I don't. this is not a I this don't. is a short. You don't? They're so no, they're so. I've heard this talk about they're a basketball school and kind of consider themselves basketball school. So I looked at myself, I heard it, I want to make sure it's true, and but Mississippi State has more Sweet Sixteen than Final Four than they do. That's yeah, I, I can believe states it. Had, um, states had some good running. But if they, if they have more Sweet 16 and Final Four than you do, you're not a basketball school. Yeah, I I just I, I don't think they'll be this bad for this one. I, mean, I think they'll be. I don't think this bad. I'm not saying, I don't think they're a bad team that's consistently going back to the NCAA tournament. I, I, who knows? It's, basketball is just so so weird in the SEC. It's, it, it's a crapshoot every year, unless you're Kentucky or Florida. I mean, even Florida this year. But I don't know. Recruiting's gotten a lot better in the SEC, so we may just be a, we may just be seeing different times well, coming. LSU, he could coach Miss Hogan on his classes or getting top ten talent. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's, and I think, I think that, A&M and LSU are like five in the top five, top ten right now. For next yeah, year. Both of them are top ten. Right, uh, it, it's um, 
it's going to be weird to see if both of them are just that much better next year. I mean, see, to me, A and M's a good team this year, but there's nothing special about them. And they're, to me, they just they haven't had any bad losses like they normally. They've beaten all the all the inferior teams in the conference hadn't lost any on the road. They've been winning road games against well, inferior teams. Let's be let's be honest here. If, I don't know where they're ranked now, where Ole Miss is ranked right now with their class. But they got two top 50, 150 guys. And if they could pull one particular they, one, that jump yeah, up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking they'd about. They jump up really fast. I mean, I think if you added points in, they're top 15-ish, top 12-ish. Ranking in the, in the class, yeah. I think they're. they're I think they're ranked. I think they're ranking twenty five, twenty eight ish right now. I have to go look it up. Look, we gotta do that while I talk. But what points he'd give? He'd he'd be. I mean, they wouldn't be top ten, but they would be top fifteen ish. At least I can go look up how many points they count what they are now. But I mean, they got two top one fifty guys right. Right now, yeah, Kennedy, Kennedy's done well, uh, and you can. It's, and I don't know if it's the whole reason, but um, if they can, if they can get guys like this, with just selling the, uh, I mean, just showing the recruits that the arena's being built. You wonder if it, it'll, they can sustain some of this once it is built. And it seems like they should be able to, but that's got to be the hope. Yeah, I got to ask this, and I, I've been thinking it before. It just happened two or three weeks ago. I got asked, you know, they, they, I, I mentioned before about how to talk about 50 guys, and they was asking about players that are almost signed. This, this past class, you know, Moody, the same class as Moody and all them, and was asked about, you know, him getting, not getting some high-profile kids. And so it was a arena plans announced before he signed his past class. I said, well, there are plans announced? Yes, but could he sell the arena? No. I said, you really can't sell the arena until at least being starting to be built. Even this class, he's already got signed. The arena, when they signed, the arena hadn't started being built yet. I said, just now, he's really been able to sell it. And not to full extent until it gets built. They thought he should be able to sell it even just by having a video, basically. That's that's one of those things mo- most recruits are just going to look at. And it's not because you can have a, a video and it doesn't mean they're doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah, it happens all the time. You see, you see stuff. Just things are plans change. If something hasn't even been started, who's to say that things don't change? I just. It, it, it to me it makes a difference, and hopefully we see that in, in the see, next, see, coming years. LSU is ranked number seven right now. They only have two commitments. Yeah, and when when, when they're top guys like that. Yeah, they're both top tw- twenty-five guys. Right. Hey, well, <laughs> that's why. Ole Miss is currently ranked 29th right now. That's not bad. I mean, what do they usually, like, around what area range do they usually? 
Um, I'll take for instance, hold on one second. Um, let's take, uh, I'll look up last year's. I think last year they went even in the other side. So many guys, they paid like really ranked around like 50-ish because guys like Moody and them, because, you know, they're guys that transferred in and all this stuff. They don't even get ranked. You don't count grad transfers. Let's see. I'm going to look this up. But I know at times they, like, let's say the the Butner Holloway year, I think there's right yeah. top 25 there. But well, what do you know? They, they, get, they, get high, they get higher ranked guys, they start doing better. Amazing how that works. Yeah, and uh, this year is the first year I think they've had more than one top 100 guy. Hyman was the guy that was ranked the top 100 last year. Um, how big of a jump do you think he'll make? Because he hasn't. I mean, this year he's been limited, but really, uh, almost big because. I think his is mental. Really, what I think it is, I think he take. I think if you take a big jump, and he does some okay things now, he just doesn't really. You can just tell he's not ready when he's out there. Yeah, he, he doesn't have the mental part of the game and the offense. He was pretty much when he was in high school was the guy on his team. The person just gave him the ball and told him to go. He didn't really run an offense. Yeah, it, it, I, can, I can see that. That's kind of what it looked like to me when he was out there. Let me look this up. See, uh, to like the only person that was even ranked on pro last year's team because of how it kind of worked out. It was Martavis Hyman. And, of course, he was the one. He was like, I think he was ranked top one, top 150-ish, 100. Yeah, 118. So I, I think the class, you know, one guy being ranked, you know, it's not going to have a very high class. No, especially when he's when he's. I mean, he's a top one fifty guy, but he's on the lower end of that. So, let's see if I can find where they're ranked at right now. I'm trying to pull up to see. Where I mean, points maybe with uh, maybe with give them where you put them at. Let's see. And while you're looking that up, do you, um, do you think Ole Miss gets the win tomorrow night? 
It's not guaranteed, but in a special case, they don't. I don't see any way they don't. I mean, do you think if Frazier does play, you think they win the game? Yeah, if he, he doesn't play, I think they win the game. They should win the game. I, I always have hesitant, but I mean, at Florida is a tough place. But uh, they, I, they I think they definitely they be the better team. Yeah, they'll be the better team. They just got to win. <laughs> and if they win, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy uh, Saturday. Oh, I think it will be. I mean, I I, I think. It definitely will be. I mean, they should with him out. He's a matchup power for them. With how he is, Summers just ain't quick enough to stay on him. So, and it's looking like now, there. it's looking like now if they win, they'll um, they'll be it'll be Ole Miss and Arkansas tied for second, and that'll be a because uh, Georgia looks like they're going to beat A and M. So, yeah, that's true. Big, yeah, yeah. No, if you, big, big two games. How I figure now, don't take me whole guards, gosh, trees. They get Newman, they'd be roughly around 19-ish, 20th, just with him. Yeah, that, that, uh, that'll help. And they're in on some other guys. I mean, there's a few other guys they, they would sign. I can tell you some names. I know a few of them. And what's the guy's name? There'll be some guys pop up. There's a guy, he's like a he's like a top one fifty another top one fifty ish guy. his name is Rickus Davis. He's 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 pretty good. He, I don't I don't know a lot about it, but he's top one pitches guy. And I suspect if they don't get him in that he will be a guy that they target a lot heavier. They're already recruiting him. He doesn't have an offer. So he he's from Mississippi. Part of the provine. Good possibility that guy can really hard if they don't get Newman. That's a blast from the past getting a profile go. Yeah. lot <laughs> last time that happened, it worked out pretty well there. It worked out really well. That that was that's when I really got invested in in basketball and it that was a good time to uh start watching. Yeah, it was. And there's another guy that they're they're kinda of looking at that um he's not really listed on here. It's a Juco kid, he's like six six two hundred. He's come actually coming in this weekend to visit. But he's not listed on prospects. I don't know where he is. But he's kind of the Anthony Perez mold that they're also recruiting him. I saw where he's coming in for a visit. I know that they, I saw what he offered him like two weeks ago. Yeah, they got a chance, you know. Of course, I mean, if they get Newman, that's ain't much else you can really say. It's the either one and done, but He's what he's what really he's what everything on this needs. They get Newman, New Arena, bring him in. If he is what everybody everywhere everywhere thinks he is, he'll be a guy that goes NFL 
family NBA first year and gives them a gives them a present. Yeah, that and that that's what this program desperately needs. But that wraps up the, the show. We talk about the game next week and the two games at Arkansas and Florida being like in this week, and we talk about baseball. Kind of recap everything and look forward to see where they are if they win both of them. We'll be pretty much talking almost about if they collapse. Pretty much where they're going to be seated at. Probably getting pretty close to being ranked in top 25 if they win both. I think they got, what, six votes in the past? Something like that. Yeah, something somewhere in there. But until then, everybody have a safe weekend. Try to have the best fun times that you can. Hopefully, I don't end up at 50 shades of gray. Possibility, but I, that's a real that's a real failure if you do. Yeah, it's it a, is. It's a, a disappointment. A big time disappointment. Until then, everyone have a safe weekend. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.